Hey folks, it's Philip with the Everyday Fighter Podcast, where we share stories and insights from everyday fighters just like you. Today we are talking with Pierre Lagasca. He is an amateur MMA fighter out of Las Vegas, and um, just an amazing guy. Um, he was really gracious in sharing his story of growing up from a very difficult home life, um, talking about his mother who was a uh, drug addict, what that was like for him, and then finding his way into the street, basically, and getting into a bit of trouble, and then just finding martial arts through a series of just um, happenstance, coincidences. He found himself getting drawn into martial arts multiple times in his youth and uh, found a way to to stay with it. Now, not only is he uh, fighting in the amateur circuit, but he's also using his gifts and skills in MMA to be able to give back to youth that uh, were in the same situation that he was in growing up and trying to be a positive role model for them and give them another option in their lives. Not necessarily to get into MMA, but to give them an option doing something other than getting into trouble, doing something other than enduring the the challenges at home or in you know the the streets. So anyway, I'm really looking forward to uh, sharing Pierre's story with you. But before we do that, wanted to get into our episode spotlight again. Our spotlights here are really for individuals and organizations that I think just they're doing great work. They just need a little bit more attention brought to them. Uh, these folks have no idea that I do this. They have no idea who I am. But um, I wanted to do my part in any case to kind of share what they're doing with you. And today I wanted to talk about growingbolder.com. Now, the way I actually found these folks is through Facebook. Um, just in my feed, I'll get uh, various videos shared with me and um, a couple of videos that I had seen from them highlighted people that were much older but doing amazing things, typically around sports. Um, it's not something that you normally see uh, for people that are 60, 70, 80, even 100 years old uh, doing, but uh, some of these folks that they featured were doing very well in, in sport, from weightlifting to running, and really just... Um, struck a chord with me. So um, I really appreciate what they do kind of, um, and their thing is kind of rebranding aging. And uh, absolutely, it's it's been an inspiration for me um, in what I want in my life uh, as I, I get older as well. So um, I recommend uh, them highly. You can find out more about them at their website, growingbolder.com. And there you'll find links to their social media and their um, uh, radio uh, program, as well as the uh, uh, t television and uh, video programs they have available. Um, and that is our spotlight. With that, let us jump into the interview with Pierre Lagasca. Growing up, uh, 
uh, grew up out here in Henderson in uh, Nevada. And uh, my dad had us in, uh, you know, all kinds of martial arts. The uh, Campo at first, uh, did some boxing, uh, then went and got back into Campo. And then, uh, you know, my mom was in and out of my life. And uh, I was a mommy's boy, of course, you know, so I wanted her. Uh, left that. My dad had me in martial arts growing up, watching him watch uh, UFC and boxing and all this kind of stuff back when, like, Tito Ortiz and who was it, Kench Jamwalk were real, real big. And uh, um, as far as back as I remember, and uh, kind of going back with my mom back and forth because I wanted her. Uh, and that there, she had a bad lifestyle and I chose to be around her. And they kind of like fired me around, hang out with wrong people and stuff like that. Um, so this was this was all in in Henderson, or was this in in Hawaii? Yeah, out here in, in uh, Nevada. Okay, yeah. so, so did you? Um, your family's from from Hawaii. Yeah, my dad. And then like, and then so were you born there? Or? No. Okay. 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 Yeah. So you're born in, in went, Henderson, grew went, up through all that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so going back and forth with my dad, wrong people. Uh, then going back to my dad's house, I was actually uh, getting in school, just fighting a lot, left and right, always RPC, suspended. And, uh, you know, so my dad really wanted me to take that and do something with it. But, you know, me being from seeing how it was with my dad's house and seeing it, with my mom, and of course, there was no rules. So I thought, you know, that was great. That was awesome. You know, so I wanted that. But, uh, you know, hanging out with the wrong people. So you know where that leads to. And then, uh, you know, things change, man. You grow up. You know, I had kids. Uh, life was tough, you know. And, and, and I had enough of it, you know, to realize that you, there's got to be a change, you know, like can't be doing the same things and and uh one day i went to a ufc gym uh met with uh jamin Tiyaba, and uh he really like sparked it in me again to want to fight and get back into it you know i was doing that real hardcore and then uh after a while brought my brother into it with me a little, my little brother d'angelo and then we uh, we met phil dunlap and that's my current coach now and uh He's been a, a, a greatest asset in my life that I've ever had, like, uh, as far as uh, outside the ring, you know. Uh, he's like a second father figure. I can call him up for advice anytime, 2.30 in the morning, whenever I need to talk to him, when I need to hit a bag, I need, I need to get beat up. He's there. He's there. So um, your, 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 your parents were split up. Um, you're going back and forth between your, your mom and dad's uh, place. And um, now when your dad put you in, in Kempo and then the boxing and back, back to the Kempo, was that, were you already fighting in school and, and having challenges back then too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was yeah. like, okay, well, if you're, if you're going through all these challenges and maybe this might be a place to start kind of challenging yeah. that, that a little bit how did that work yeah. out for you what was that what was that like when he when he put you in there because i mean you know fighting in the schoolyard fighting outside you know with uh with you know that's di very different than you know 
fighting or even just the environment in a, in a dojo. Um, what was yeah. that like? How, how was, how did you adjust to that? Um, I loved it. It was great. The, the exercise, the, 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 the techniques that we learned, uh, just the moves I thought in general were tight. Like I always wanted to be a ninja. It was cool. Um, always was involved with like power Rangers. I, I still am. I still watch them to this day. So like it's, it was always fun to me and to take that from, I mean, I didn't know it back then. It was a negative aspect, but I knew it wasn't good, but to do it and do something great with it. Like it was, it was, it was a better, it felt, it felt good inside. So how old were you when, when you started, uh, with the Kempo? <clears throat> um, how young was I? I think third grade. Oh, okay. So maybe eight, nine. Okay. So it was even, even yeah. then, like, so, uh, you, did you feel that it like, it kind of helped out with the stuff that was going on outside, like in school and, and that type of thing? Um, it helped, it definitely helped, uh, I guess not so much, uh, berserk out as much. Mm. And, uh, just not going back to it, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it wasn't, it's, it's unhealthy. And people with, with, uh, who have problems like that, I think that martial arts is a really good thing for them. Mm. Well, definitely, it, it seemed to have worked out for you, right? Like it, it, it helped you in, in, in any case. So you, yeah. you, how long did you do the Kempo for uh, the first time around? Um, I don't remember exactly how long, but, uh, I made it to the orange belt. Okay. And then at that point, did you have a break and then go into boxing or was it, Right away, you went in, into boxing. Right after that, or how, how was that? How did that work? Out? Um, I left uh, to my mom, and because uh, I uh, wanted to run away from my dad's and stuff like that, so I did that. And uh, they had this uh, forget what it was called in the area, but uh, I would go there a couple times in and out, and uh, like a boxing gym, or yeah. Uh, I forget what it was called. It wasn't like nothing major or anything like that. But uh, my mom thought it would be good for me. And so uh, I did that. But being around with her with no rules and stuff, it just, it, it didn't work out. So you didn't, you didn't stick with that for very long? Nah. Uh, so it, I, I liked hanging out with the bad friends and stuff. I thought that was fun. I see. I see. But then you, you ended up making your way back to, to Kempo again, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I started uh, doing martial arts again. Uh, um, my friend Rebecca, uh, she would teach me and things like that. Uh, she was my coach from way back when, when I started. And uh, running around and doing the streets, I met up with her again. Sometime in life, I met up with her again, and it was just great. So, hmm. so that worked out good. So she was uh, she was uh, one of your trainers or one of the instructors from before. Yeah, and you just happened to yeah. you just happened to run into her again. Yep, yep. Uh, she happened to be uh, my my uh, wife today's uh, across the street neighbor. Oh, yeah, yeah. So at the time, it was like your your girlfriend, and then you see she's she's. Like, oh, hey, who's that across the street? Oh, yeah, we yeah know, I, I know like, her. I know her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great, man. It was great. So having that, it, it just uh, it just blew my mind that. It just so happened to be like that, you know, like maybe it was a sign. Something was telling me something like this is for you. So is, so was it, was, did she, did she know about your, your challenges outside of, of the dojo before, you know, 
when when you were there before, um, even when you met up with her again? Um, no, but uh, as soon as uh, we seen her, like uh, she she kind of knew. Like uh, as I was running the streets, hanging out with bad people, I uh, I I kind of uh, got into like drugs and stuff like that. So uh, she knew, you know, she just knew. She just knew, like you, she could just see it on me, mm-hmm. and always just supported me and encouraged me to, you know, steer away from that. So, so uh, when when you met up with her again, how old were you then? I think I was like seventeen, eighteen, maybe. Wow, that's that's quite yeah. a that's quite a jump. Like man. that's, that's a, a lot long of time. time a yeah. long time. So you started up with her again shortly after you saw her again. So what was? What was that like for you? I mean, to like you had your old teacher, your instructor, and then now you're back with her, and then even in that environment, what was that adjustment period like for you? We did feel like um, you were starting over, or what? It was. <laughs> it felt like I was starting over, but we had that. It, it felt like it was better because we already had that bond, you know. Like she was, she was already that person. Hmm. Just starting over. How how and how long were you uh, were you uh, training with her after after that second time? Um, it was still in and out because I was still running the streets, but uh, it worked out. Uh, I I I went to jail. Like I I got clean and everything. Everything's been good from there. Mm, I see. So how did you um like you you got uh, you had uh, some uh, some troubles? You came back in and out. That was still a bit of a connection for you. Right in terms of yeah. uh, martial arts, right? Uh, whether it's yeah, yeah. not necessarily regular, but at least you had some some connection to it a bit. What? Um, where did you go from there? So, uh, the, what, did you start thinking right away? Okay, well, I, w- I want to start fighting, or what? How, how did you get um, into? I didn't actually uh, make the decision to start fighting. Uh, was it three years ago? Mm. And I'm going to be 28 this year. But uh, it was just always on and off. When I really got into it, uh, I think it was back 2000. I don't know when my coach opened up his gym. But even before that, when I went to the UFC gym, Mm -hmm. uh, it really, it stuck with me meeting uh, Jamin Tayaba, uh, Marcel, Cody. Just all of them were just, they were were good for me uh, as far as where I wanted to take my life and take it out of what I was doing and do something better. So that really had a good impact on my life and uh, still doing it today. So I've never stuck to anything like that besides wanting to be outside, I guess, and uh, hanging out with friends and stuff. So it means a lot to me. So these guys that you're, you're, uh, you're, you mentioned, these are your uh, like kind of like your training partners. <clears throat> yeah, they were actually my coaches, uh, now they're now now we're friends. Okay, but like, but you're saying that um, you know, as much as you're like running around doing this this and that, uh, you these are still people that you you ran across in one way or another, whether it's from that UFC gym or from 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 you know just happening to to be around them, that you would you would connect with them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just train every every once in a while, huh? Um, um, as I went with them, I would go, I would go every day when I was mm-hmm. going with them. I want to say that was maybe like five years ago. Mm-hmm. 
So it was such that so it wasn't necessarily that you had it in mind that hey I want to be a fighter. It was just that these were these were people that that you wanted to to hang out with now. They I liked to fight growing up I liked to fight and these people fought. You know what I'm saying? They cage fought. So to me that was like ah boom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I I had to be there like that's where it was at, you know, they don't get in trouble. You know, just meeting them the first time. They were just great, great guys all around. You know what I'm saying? Just the energy was, it was good. So whereas you were fighting on the streets and it was maybe not necessarily for something that was, uh, for one reason or another, that was not necessarily serving you. These yeah. guys were fighting, but in a completely different context. In a, in a completely, yeah, just a completely different, in a better way, in a better way. And it wasn't all, such that you were. Way. It wasn't such that you were thinking, "Oh, well, they're just going to teach me to become a better fighter on the street." No, no, it no. It was no, like no. that's not exactly what I wanted. <laughs> to okay. But like you, you knew you had a talent for it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for better yeah, or worse, for better or worse, right? Like you know yeah. when you're up on there, and then you know, particularly if it's such that, and again, it's. That's just the way it is sometimes, right? Like, you know, you're winning your fights on the, on the street for, you know, whatever the reason is, you can, you can kind of feel that, oh, I have some confidence in this part of me, right? Yeah, I've actually, even street fighting, I never won a lot of them either. Mm. Yeah, oh, really? I mean, okay. I always, always got beat up a lot, you huh. know what I'm saying? Being the smaller guy, I never let nobody bully me. If you were, if you were 6'3", you were just going to have to beat me up. You What's know what I mean? I only stand 5'6". Well, let's talk about that a little bit, man, because, I mean, if it's such that you're, if you're getting your ass beat by these guys on the streets, too, what's the, what was the appeal for you? I don't, I think it's just the adrenaline of just, just fighting, you know, just win, lose, or draw, you know, just, you know, my brothers and my friends just always couldn't be a punk, mm. you know, saying win, lose, lose, draw, you had to get that ass beat. And and that just really like stuck to me. So it doesn't matter. Like I'll I'll, I'll get beat up by anybody. It doesn't matter. You know what You're what not saying? afraid of that. Nah. It's just the more so the the competition helps. It, it keeps me in line. I guess you could say just outside of fighting and training, just keeps me in in line outside of that. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's an outlet for you. Yeah, in some way. I know, like, for some folks, I mean, if I try to explain to them why I like going to the gym so much, you know, hitting the bags or sparring or that type of stuff, I mean, they could be like, whoa, that's, that's kind of rough. <laughs> you yeah, know, why yeah. would you, why would you, uh, why would you take somebody punching you in the face or whatever it might be, tapping you or you're choking you or that, that type of thing. But so it's hard to, you know, if you explain it that way, hey, why don't you show up and, uh, you know, we'll... We'll try to choke each other. I mean, that's very yeah. different than you know it, than what's really going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's I guess it's a coping mechanism with life. You know, some of us, some of us have things that that help us deal with things one way or another, whether that be alcohol or getting beat up. Mm-hmm. You know, just getting punched in the face is mine. Whether I can't beat you up or not, just you hitting me is my is my my therapy. Mm. Interesting. And you, and that's not in because um, I don't see that as anything necessarily destructive, like in a bad way kind of a thing. You know, it's just something that that 
is on a visceral level, well, you're, it's like real. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just found it to, it keeps me out of trouble. It, it, it keeps me in line. Like there's no reason to argue with somebody over a parking space or the last bag of chips. You know what I mean? And I feel like if somebody doesn't get that outlet, just that little spark could be the reason why somebody flips out. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. So uh, you've been training, you know, consistently, you know, well, you know, uh, pretty regularly for the last uh, five years or so. Um, yeah. And then was there a point that you just said, you know what, I want to try my hand in the ring? Um, yeah, actually, uh, I think my coach mentioned the fight to me. Uh, maybe three weeks. I don't want to say for sure and say the wrong date, but I think it was. It wasn't like a fight that I was training for for like months. You know what I mean? So uh, it was just like right back. It was just back to back. The fights just came to me back to back in like a month. And this was and, uh, when, when? When was your first bout? Um, 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 twenty fifteen. Okay, okay. So a couple years after, like starting to to work out with these guys, you know, fairly consistently, you had an opportunity to. To, to go one and, to go. and I wanted it. Okay. I wanted to see what it was and the the rush, the adrenaline, just the feeling was just so rapturous. Like that kid, there's there's none like it. There's none me, like. Let me go back a little. So if it's such that you are um, you're just training, and then this is you know you didn't have any thoughts of like oh yeah I want to start you know fighting amateur I, I i did after all that i was training i did oh you want did to fight okay. but i didn't know so soon oh, i see I, I you thought you were still so getting ready soon. to get ready kind of thing i'm just like i'm like okay maybe like six seven years i'll get a fight yeah i didn't know that coach was gonna get me one so soon and and, and it is that was just great so just you just it kind of just fell great. in your lap and you had you know a couple three weeks notice to get ready for this Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so where where did that where did that take you then? When you, this this fight fall, you know, this fight falls in your lap. This is in this is a amateur fight, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, with tough enough. Thank you, tough enough. <laughs> so uh, they give you they give you a chance uh, for this one. What is what changes in your mind and in your life at that point? Now that you've got this goal, just a few weeks out, what what's going in your mind and what what uh, what 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 are you doing? I was I was nervous as all hell for sure. Mm. You know, uh, I knew I wasn't going to be fighting somebody that didn't know how to fight. Like they trained too, so they really they really fought too. So I was just really excited, and uh, just being able to go out there and just share the ring with him was an amazing impact on my life. That that I wanted to do it again. You know what I mean? The, the way he kicked me so hard in the face, like <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I, I want it some more, and I knew it wasn't going to be the last fight. That's interesting when you talk about it. Now, did you know this guy prior, the one that you were fighting? No. No? No. Uh, his name was Xavier Monreal. Shout out to you, dude. Thank you for everything, man. So what was that like? I mean, because typically it's – it's, and I don't know uh, how it was for you as far as your training camp and, and that type of thing, but you know, particularly you were you – were, um, Training with the same guys over and over for the, for a couple of years, right? It wasn't like they're yeah. bringing people in from the outside to spar with you or anything like that. 
No, yeah, it was um, it was the same same team, uh, the same group of people at the time that I took my first fight, my first fight. So it was it was great. So what was that like though? Because now you've over time, right? Even if it's just a couple months, or whatever you're you're working with these same guys, you know, you get to know. You get to know their tells. You get to know where they're strong. You get to know where you can take advantage, right? But now you got somebody in front of you, and then you got a crowd as well. We can talk about that a little bit later on too. But I mean, just the sheer of like, this is a completely unknown dude to me, right? And I don't know. Did you have like footage of him prior, or did I? I think the only footage I watched of him, I actually think he only had one fight prior that he lost to, which he, I think he got knocked out in the first round. And um, I think that's the only video I watched of him. So really, there was no there was no tell of what he knew, his footwork, his hand speed. There was nothing really like to watch. You know what I mean? Like he just got knocked out, and I was thinking that, okay, this dude is gonna be hungry, so expect him to show. You know, same show for it. And uh, getting in there and his footwork, and he he was good, man. But uh. It was crazy to to see how how someone with real skill that that really trained and get in there. It wasn't it wasn't no street street fighting is completely different. It, it was just the real tell of what did you really learn? And very different though. Also, I'm mean, gonna assume very different just emotionally. You know, going in there again, aside from the fact that it's it's a it's a amateur fight. You know, I mean, just have and the environment, just having somebody there that there are definitely some stakes in it, right? And yeah, like you I would, really want to win. He he just coming coming off of a knockout. You want to get a win off your you know right out the out the gate. Um, but then this is a completely unknown person to you, also. I I I honestly came in there not knowing what I wanted, except that I knew I wanted to fight. I didn't know if I wanted to win or lose. Like that wasn't that wasn't anywhere in my brain at all. Mm. It was just just I want I want I wanted to fight was there. And uh so taking that from there and having him hit me and punch me and we're throwing each other around and no, never once as I was in there I thought I don't want to be in here anymore. I never once thought, please let this be over or it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I loved it. Having everybody, the excitement of uh, having the crowd scream every time one of us did something crazy was just epic. Um, being walking around the audience after and before the fight and just people like smiling and fist bumping and, taking pictures and just being able to put that smile on somebody else's face was something that I love to do was amazing, was amazing. Now, how, how do you see the, the guy that, that you, you fought? Was it such that, and you know, a lot of it we see, um, particularly these, these big events, UFC and Bellator and all these, there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a, there's a bit of theater to it, right? Particularly if it's like, oh, I hate this guy, gu- guy's guts, or, or that type of thing. I mean, okay, okay, yeah. Is that is that what was there any of that going on or, or for you uh, at all? I mean, it's like, 
I've got to think of my, you know, I got to think to myself that I just don't like this guy so that I can perform properly or what, what's, what was it for um, you? No, it was just, uh, I, I just, just knowing he was going to hit me was, uh, was, uh, it just brought out so much energy and, uh, I don't know how to explain that. That's just, uh. It, you didn't need any more drama than that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. It, I didn't. I didn't need not to like him mm. to want to hit him. Mm. Mm. Um, more so in a, it's just, it's just, just business. Just business, right? It's just business. That's very interesting. You know, because I really don't. I don't like confrontation at all. I don't like to fight. I don't. You know, learning all this stuff, learning martial arts made me learn a lot about myself. Mm. Um, I thought I liked uh, getting into street fights. I thought all that, I thought I, I thought I liked that, but that's not really, it was something bigger than that. That really was just inside, you know, so to take that, I, 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 I thought I liked it. And then I found mixed martial arts and I loved it. And, 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 and to do something that you like to, to let go of something that you love to, for something that you like, you, you can't do it. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I can never go, it can't go back to that. So just learning mixed martial arts, just, it, it's helped me just, just with me, just, just who I am. You know what I mean? So just to learn a lot about myself, you know, some, but I used to be used to, uh, Somebody, you know, call me a bitch outside of the street on the streets, and you know that well, that wasn't okay. You know, say so now that I know mixed martial arts, just like call me a bitch. You know, I'm, I'm gonna walk away. You know, no matter what, you know, saying you can, unless it's like he really like tries to throw his hands on me, then you know, by all means, I got to defend myself. But you know, saying just words, are just words now, like it has nothing to do with me at all. But you don't you don't have that tension inside like you used to when you're running. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and from doing that, and somebody who fights like now, when somebody tries to get into it with me or do this, this, and that, in my brain, I'm just thinking, well, do you cage fight? And if you don't, well, then what's in it for me? You know what I'm saying? Are you holding the title belt? No, well then, what's in it for me? Like, there's, I won't get. There's nothing I will get out of it. You know what I'm saying? He might get something out of it, like how we learn at the gym. Like, if I'm in there getting beat up every day and I'm learning to, you know, do this, do that, I'm lear- I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? So, there's there's nothing in it for me to be out there in the streets fighting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, what is it that um. Have you – you remember any times that you felt like so challenged that you questioned whether you keep on going? Like Ooh. in your training or <clears> – Um, Actually, when uh, my, my second fight, actually, uh, I got whooped like 47 seconds in the first round, like – straight whoop like just dogged out and i just thought like i i thought is this for me do i want to do this i actually uh, <clears throat> i pulled the fight because i wasn't in the right mind i had another fight 
scheduled right after my second fight. It was all like maybe two months altogether, three of those fights. And uh, after the second one, I just wasn't sure. I, I didn't know. I knew that I was going to keep training and stuff like that, but I wasn't sure if I was going to fight. Mm. Or if I was, it wasn't going to be for a while. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, so knowing that I still wanted to train and do all that stuff, but I guess being depressed that I got my ass whooped so fast, like so un- unintelligently on my part, kind of brought me down but uh getting it again and you know seeing my team get after it yeah i wanted to do it again you know what i mean so it was fun so after that i i i started getting in, into another uh grappling match i did at uh matt king's and then i took another fight um i don't know if it was in the same order right there but uh so after that loss, uh, that uh, second fight you had, which was a loss, did you, you already had something else lined up after that? Yeah, I already before. had something else lined even before, even before I took that fight. Even before you, it was already lined up, and then this the second one that you ended up losing it just just came up in the middle of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They were like, "Just hey, you want to fight? Yeah." You know, so I took it, and uh, but it 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 it, it kind of defeated me a little bit on the inside, but uh. I never let go. It, it defeated me probably months after. But after that, like it, it started turning into something else. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a loss anymore. I thought, I thought it was just a huge loss. Uh, just so sad. It, t- it turned into fuel. It turned into fire. I wanted, I started training harder, uh, running more, doing this more, hitting the heavy back more. I was just on it in class every day. I don't think, I don't think I missed ten classes that year. And uh, so it was just a whole year of just training, and then I took my third fight. But it really fueled me to just work really, really hard. But I, I, I did let it take, defeat me at first. I did. So you're thinking, okay, well, maybe you started questioning. But then, and that's the thing that's interesting is like, just making that change. Right, and we can apply this to a lot of different areas of life, not just in martial arts. Is that wow? That that loss there. You looked at it before as something that maybe it's a maybe it's a clue that this isn't for you. But then you started looking at it as something else. You talk about it as it was fuel, but what exactly was was the fuel? Because you could say loss, but what did it? Whereas before it represented something uh, uh, like. A possible hint that this is not for you but yeah. after that after you made a decision and you looked at it a different way what did what was it about it about that loss now you think it's different what was it about that watch is that i kept i what what meant to me as it changed was i kept watching that video over and over and over and over and uh just seeing how many blows i took and i just didn't go down mm. I was just like, you, 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 you didn't go down. You didn't apply anything. So if you didn't go down and you applied what you learned, mm. it's endless from there. Well, let me it's ask you, that's interesting there. that you say that. Now, when you, you looked at it over and over, you know, some people would look at it over and over and be like, just a spiral downward, a spiral downward, you know, was it, did, 
did someone tell you, look, man, how many times did you get hit? And you kept on going or was that just yeah. you? Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was my buddy, uh, AB mm. and, uh, he was like, he was like, dude, he was hit. He was hitting you. Mm. He was hitting you and hitting you and hitting you and you. And I ate a head kick. He was showing me. He was like that head kick and you, you didn't go down. You know what I mean? So he, he, he inspired me again to just, you know what I'm saying? Like you're better than this dude. Get out of your own head. Mm. So he, so, so you, you know, as I'm sure you looked at it a lot too, like, you know, the video and stuff and you weren't getting that, but someone else outside, was telling you, hey man, this is what I see. And yeah. then you finally started you finally started hearing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. It's like you do um because I know we we all do that, right? We get it gets stuck in, in, in our heads where it's you know, you don't want to it's a big deal, right? You don't want to say that it's not. He was like, oh, I just kind of, just, you know, whatever. Because you don't want to take away from the moment of it as well. There's, there's definitely, there's definitely, um, there's definitely a, uh, an enormity to it. But then, um, it's all, sometimes it's that, that feeling of like, oh, it's such a big deal that will keep you, keep you in that downward spiral a little bit. But you, you, you'd already surrounded yourself anyway with, with people that, that could appreciate other parts of your performance yeah yeah everybody else was so appreciative and just you know thankful of just uh encouraging and supportive of just me getting out there and all and so uh you know with everybody you know being supportive I, you know i just realized that it was it was me that it, it was it was me bringing myself down you know it wasn't everybody loses in life sometimes you know what I mean? And it's not the loss that makes you a loser. You know what I'm saying? It's it's staying on that loss that makes you a loser. And even if you lose another fight again, that's not what I'm saying. That makes you a loser. It's just you got you gotta you gotta get up and try again. You gotta keep going, you gotta keep going, you gotta keep going. You can't stop. You can't let nothing stop you. You know what I'm saying? Anything and everything is going to try and stop you. And that's just the way life is. But you just got to keep fighting. You got to. Talk to me a bit more about your team. Because that's something that, you know, we hear it on occasion. You know, sometimes, you know, with these bigger fights, uh, it's it's very easy to, for the, the star to over, you know, the guys that are actually in the ring to overshadow the fact that, well, they didn't make it alone. Right? And a lot of people, you know, will will graciously, you know, when they, when they do win and they'll, they'll acknowledge, Hey, it was, it was a team effort, you know? Oh, yeah. And he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talk to me, talk to me about your team and what, 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 what that means to you. Team. Team is, is, is the biggest thing out there. And your team isn't just, isn't just the people that you train and spar with that you got this bloodshed of bond with. It's, it's, it's everybody out there that just supports you. You know what I mean? Your family is your team. Your friends are your team. And if your friends don't support you so you can make this dream, they can't be on the team. And uh, it's just, you know, this is the, the sport has to be real. The love has to be real. There can't, 
they can't just be want to be on that team with condition. You know what I mean? It, 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 and as far as the fight team goes, like they're, we all right there. They're just there. We have the same dream already. You know what I'm saying? One, one dream there. So, uh, the team is just inspiring. They just, uh, if I take a loss, then, then we lose. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, oh, you lost, and then I'm not on the team no more. It's it, we're we're all in, we're all in it together, mm. and so just having them on my team as far as as far as that, uh, not so much fighting, mm. really, because it's not really a. You could have a world class gym, and I feel like probably if you don't have that bond with those people, then you they you you won't learn. You won't be open-minded, I guess, to suggestions and and uh, their outlook on how you're training, on what you're doing, and accepting that criticism. I can only imagine that it feels like you have you have almost like a responsibility to them. Yeah, like you you owe something to to those to those folks. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, definitely. Uh, with everything that my coach has taught me and uh and and has uh was a put on as a uh, something that I look to on in my life mm. um that's that's exactly where I want to be without without I guess his uh help and uh I guess I guess the potential he sees in me I wouldn't I probably wouldn't see it in myself mm. like he really pushes me to to uh just to just be the best I can be you know, and uh, <clears throat> so by him doing that, and again, he runs a free school. That just shows like uh, there, there's no money in it. Like I'm not, I'm not uh, a, a dollar bill in his pocket for him trading me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm more so a a, a redemption story. Hmm. Uh, something to give back to the community. So what he teaches me, like, I just want to be able to take that, what he's provided for me and be able to give that back to the community of people who grew up like-minded like I have, Mm. or, you know, even just troubled some or foster home, group homes, juvenile delinquents. Like we've all, I've, I've been there. So I know what it's like and to understand that and to come from that, from that background and take it into something better, you know, just hopefully I can just, you know, just save, save one life at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's interesting you say that because it's like, you know, there, there are times I know with my former, former instructors and even my current ones where there's only so much you can do, whether you're paying them or not, but there's only so much you can do to give back to them. Right. I mean, you're not going to, you can't do exactly the same thing to to him, what he did to you. Like you're not training him for fights or anything like that. You know, you're not, it's it's very, you know, it's very, very different, but your, your way of, of paying back is, is almost like, I mean, you've got these ideas of, of paying, paying forward essentially. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I definitely want to help. I know, I know I want to work with, uh, 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 how can I say it from teens and younger for sure. Um, 
you know, just to get the jump start on them from, you know, maybe you come from a troubled home or you feel some type of way when, when, when you see your dad drinking a beer or something, you know what I mean? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Just something that doesn't make you feel right inside. And it, you, you just want to let it, let it go. Like it, it bothers you. You know what I mean? Like for me, it was <clears throat> my mom wanted to always be on drugs that always upset me and it still upsets me today but uh you you gotta have an outlet i can't let that bring down who i can be in the future and so and me being an adult and still feel that way i know for kids it could be worse because they don't know how do you um how do you even start that conversation? So, I mean, it's different, right? When you see someone comes to you, say, Pierre, man, I, I, I've, I've got some challenges or, you know, you know uh, it's different when it's inside, right? Because you know what it's like when you, even in, in, in the gym, right? You need some help. Hey, man, I think I need to work on my takedowns or I need to work on, you know, this particular combo here, whatever it might be. But that, but in that case, you're you're willing already. You already know. You've already seen that. Hey, I'm in this. I'm in this bad situation, right? And I'm sure you look back on your life, right? You go back when you're running around and that type of thing. You had a chip on your shoulder. You had a lot of tension inside. You know, there may be a couple of folks that that could, you know, like your old instructor that kind of got got through to you. You know, some of the other people that you know you you know that. Uh, they got you kind of more into to the fight game. But then I'm sure there's some other ones that are telling you these things. Same things. Right? But you are not letting it in from them for one reason or another. What do you... How do you... How would you approach that for for somebody else that, uh, that was in your similar situation? Um... I guess you've got to... You've got to... You've got to be there to... To... to Words is just words, you know what I mean? But to emphasize, I don't, I don't know how to explain that, but be able to emphasize the word into a feeling and to be able to just spark one, spark something in somebody to want to just do better. You know, I don't know what it can, I don't know what it can be, you know what I mean? Just some way, it could just be a, somebody to talk to and just for advice make, might make them want to be better, but maybe you don't like to talk to people, but you like hitting the pads or you like hitting people, not for say as fighting, but it just happened to so be an outlet. And maybe through that we can bond and, and, and maybe that just that talk of how life and what to and to not to do and just advice on life to hear that and just not, have any kind of evil or hate left inside of you because it took you a bit i mean there had to be some sort of common ground for with you and the people that actually did get to connect with you like you actually the people that you actually decided oh, i'm gonna let this person in in, in some way right. um i think uh about like my life has just been pretty much open. You know, I've never hit that. I've been in foster homes and things like that from people or like 
you know, me being an addict before or um, running the streets. I've never really bothered to just, I've just always been around people. So it's never, that's never really been hard to talk about. I guess just talking about it is just make conversation, but the way it makes you feel inside is just different. Mm-hmm. So you had no problem talking about it. But then just like in terms of like actually listening to somebody, <laughs> that's different though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that, do you think, is that something that I'm just thinking like, as you're talking about uh, trying to help other people, other uh, youth that has gone through what you went through is like, is there, what's, what's the way to reach them? And I guess, you know, that's not something. I mean, that's a, I think that's a hard question to answer. A way to reach him? Um, I don't know. It can it can be anything. Just, uh, you know, that's why I want to make a make a, a I don't know how you could say it like this goal of making a nonprofit organization for kids that have had this troubled life. And, you know, maybe maybe they don't even need to talk about it. They just need to get away from where they're at. You know, what I'm saying? just come on by. You know what I mean? hang out you know what i'm saying and they'll probably just see people working out and they probably just don't want to sit there anymore and they just start working out just something something's got to be there like maybe they just need to get away maybe they need to hit some pads you know other people there that have been in the same lifestyle lifestyle you know to just bond with because they already have probably something in common and you know, I don't know exactly how how to reach them in that aspect, but uh, I know like, uh, let's say, uh, how can I say, like targeted individuals, I can say like just growing up in the hood, like you just look like you grew up in the hood. You know what I mean? You gangbang anyway, and you're fighting for stupid reasons. Why not fight for a reason to give back to your family? You know what I mean? You you know your grandmother, your mother don't want to see you out there doing that lifestyle. So, I mean, not that it, it's it's your own choice, but why would you want to why would you want to bring that on somebody else? Like you're just not hurting. You're not just. It's not just about you. It's a. It's hurting them too. Mm-hmm. You know. So just just any kind of lifestyle that's just troubling. Did you have get any uh, resistance from? the other guys that you're running around with, the ones that ne- didn't necessarily take to martial arts, take to hitting that type of thing, and be like, man, where are you going? You know, are you going back to that place? You're going back to whatever. Did you get any resistance from, from guys like that? Um, I've, there's, there's friends. Well, I uh, can I say like people that don't like me anymore that I was friends with that I don't hang out with anymore because I want to do something else with my life. And they're unappreciative of that. So by them being unappreciative to that, that, that lets me know that they're not a good friend in the first place. But I mean, even at the, at the time, right. We can look, look back on that. Was there, was there a part of you? I mean, cause you were hanging out with them for some one reason or another, right. They gave you something, uh, you know, whether, in the grand scheme of things, if it was positive or not, but at least in the moment, like, hey, you know, these are these are my friends, right? Was there any um, question in your head of like, well, you know, maybe they're right. Maybe what if I just 
I just don't do that. I'll just I'll stay hanging out with them. Did that was that anything like that that ever came across for you? Um, no. I just knew that. I knew that. As far as long as just training, I knew that I wanted to do that. Uh, I I think I knew what I wanted to do. I just didn't know how or where to start or 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 I don't know something to emphasize that just to let it grow and uh meeting uh my coach Phil he's uh he's just that's just been it's been great doing that I've I work with uh some kids around the neighborhood um I go to the park uh and I'll be training myself but there'll be kids right there watching like oh what and I'm like, hey man come on man put these gloves on right here i got the mitts right here hit them bro i'll teach you it's good you know and 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 maybe that just might just plant the seed mm. you know what i mean so having friends who wanted to take me away from that mm. i knew it, it just wasn't good you know what i mean mm. it just wasn't good you know since you grow up and you just learn you know enough is enough Tell me about uh, working with these uh, with kids. Now, is it's it's is it as like a formal kind of thing you've got set up already, or is it just like you know they see you like you're saying like oh you're training and then you just kind of bring them in and kind of informal type of thing or? Um, there's been a couple of times where they knocked on my door and they're like, hey, can we train today? And I was just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we go outside. I let them hit the bag. I let them hit the. Uh, the speed bag that I got in my garage and stuff like that. And then I'll work mitts with them and I'll let them know like, Hey, you know, fighting is not all about hitting these things, you know, <laughs> go, run. go run. Yeah. You know, you can't breathe. You can't do that. You know what I'm so we got to get fit. Come on guys. You know, and I'll have them run laps back and forth from sidewalk to sidewalk. And, you know, it's just good. You know saying? Some of them are my uh, kids as friends. Uh, some of them are just uh, kids, kids around the neighborhood mm-hmm. and it'll, it's ranged anywhere from uh let's see my kids friends at the at that time they were probably like six years old seven wanting to do that stuff and so i've had uh you know just 16 17 year old people just knocking on my door asking me hey uh such and such was telling us that you uh do this and do that do you think you can train with you and can, can you train us and this and that so it, it just worked out good what's that like for you when you when you're able to give a bit of your gift to, to somebody else, particularly um, these, these, these kids that might have just as easily gone down the same path that you did before. It's, it's more satisfying, uh, doing it for these kids that, that, uh, have a troubled life. Cause who knows, like maybe, maybe he knocked on my door because he was arguing with his dad and, you know, saying maybe they could have got into a fight, but instead of that, you know, saying they knocked on my door, like, so just that alone, I I don't know exactly what was going on in their mind. So just being able to know, like, and just know that I've helped, and know that I've helped because they leave just, well, I I can't breathe no more. I'm just sweaty, and you know, what I'm saying just we're laughing about it, talking about it, uh, you know, saying working on this. Okay, next time we do this you can just tell the excitement in them. It, it bring it, the excitement in me brings out the excitement in them to see them doing that. So, and you say you, you, you have a, uh, you have a, you have a kid. Yeah. I got three kids. You three got three boys. kids. 
Three boys. Yeah. Wow. So what are what are their ages? Ten, eight, and four. So what is your approach with them with all of this? Like I mean, you're you're like, hey, we're training today, or what? Like whatever. Um, you do. <laughs> I don't. I I won't force it upon if they don't want to train. They don't have to. Uh, they don't have to. But uh, like my oldest son, he doesn't. He doesn't like fighting. Fighting at all. He doesn't like arguing. He doesn't like confrontation. It's anything like that is just not in his DNA. I don't know where, but um, you know that's good, and I love that about him. Actually, you know what I mean. So, and you know he likes drawing and he likes creating stuff, building stuff, and you know it's just everything he does is so just constructive in a art different in a different artistic manner. So it's it's just great to see and just watch that you know, just blossom right out of them. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Watch them grow like that. Yeah. But they see you doing all this stuff. They see you in the ring. They see like what's their uh what do they tell you about their experience seeing you in that in that way? My two youngest ones love it. Yeah. <laughs> they love it. And they want to do it too. Okay. Um, so that's just that's just another thing, you know. Father son get to bond on. That's great. More time spent with that. But uh, my my oldest son, he doesn't like to watch it. He doesn't like to go. He doesn't. It. it I I think it scares him, mm. or not so much scares him, but I mean, his dad's getting hit. Mm. You know what I mean? So how, you know? So that's just it's it's just primal for him as a child so mm-hmm. and you, you uh, how do you explain it to, to him in any case if he doesn't like like it just do you just not talk about it with him or like is, um, is there an explanation that works for him i don't know <laughs> uh we do talk about it a lot actually is he's just uh sometimes he, he does actually go to the gym sometimes mm-hmm. and he watches me do this stuff but he himself just doesn't mm-hmm. it's not it's not him if he does it to him, he's just playing around. Mm. It's just a game. It's just he's just having fun. Um, but if it was something serious, I don't think that it's nothing he would want to involve himself in. Mm. Okay. Here, you got. Um, where can people get more of you? Like, are you uh, you got some fights coming up, or are you uh, where do you train um, specifically? I mean, yeah, I train actually. Um, 7931 West Washburn Road at Asylum Fight Gym mm-hmm. uh, with Coach Phil Dunlap. He's a world-class champion, uh, fought overseas. I think he had his first fight. He believe he, he was 15. Uh, so he grew up. Everything that he teaches, he's, he's a great dude. Um, I have uh, social media and stuff like that. Uh, my Facebook is uh, Pierre Lagoska. Uh, so that's where you can get, get more of me right there. Uh, as far as my fights go, um i'm actually i took a last minute fight again um hey. fighting saturday this saturday uh, this saturday hey. coming up we're going to arizona i'm gonna be fighting uh jose rivas i think his name is uh my coach said he's had one mma fight and five mma smokers so i'm expecting to get knocked out with that what you do like you know what I'm saying as as all fun of course i want to win and i want to you know saying do the best i can but you know, like I said, I like getting hit, you know what I'm saying? So please knock me out. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's gonna be great, man. So that's that's gonna be fun. And also on that card, my little brother's gonna be on that card too. Uh 
going to be doing a jiu-jitsu match, uh, I believe submission only. So that's going to be great. That's going to be great. I can't wait to be on the same card with my little brother because we've been doing this for a while and we've just been talking about doing this. And we thought that it was going to happen when he turns 18, when he takes his first MMA fight, but we're going to be on the same card when he's younger. You know what I mean? So it just happens sooner. So it's just great to see him get out there and just, you know, saying him have all this accomplishment that he's just working on and everything is just great. As a big brother, it's, it's, it's great to see. It's good that it's great inside that I've inspired him to not be how like I was, you know? So that's awesome. I mean, cause I mean, just look at, looking at you talk and, and how excited you get. I mean, you know, some people think, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be my ticket. I'm going to get famous, get UFC, that type of thing. But for me, like when I look at you, it sounds like this is just it, you know, whether, whether that comes, that's cool. But ultimately this is you. This is, yeah, man, just like I said, martial arts just found out who I am and just, just being able to help people in general has just been the biggest asset that just helps me inside and outside, you know? So, uh, money, fame, like it's great, but it's nothing that I'm looking towards at all. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be able to inspire others to inspire others. You know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm saying? Just we're, we're all here. You know what I mean? We're, everybody's different. Everybody, everybody has something, you know what I mean? And it doesn't make you any different from anybody else. You know what I'm saying? The same chances are, the chances are, are you going to put in that work or not? And, and how are we going to find out what interests you to, to be where you want to be in life? You know what I mean? So that's, that's basically my goal and that, that impact has, has been big on me. You know what I mean? So the only reason why I want people to know me probably is because, you know, Hey man, that dude, that dude's, that dude helped me, you know, or somehow that dude impacted my life. You know what I mean? Not, uh, how can I, how, how, just anything else other than that. You know what I mean? Just that's, that's what I want to do. Pierre, it's awesome, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you, man. Folks, I hope you appreciated that uh, chat with Pierre. As I said, um, he's just an amazing guy, uh, really inspirational to me in terms of just seeing, just again, just an everyday fighter, somebody that found a talent. Um, in this case, you know, it's, he, he didn't enjoy fighting, but he's turned that not only into a way to help himself find focus and purpose in his life, but he's also using that to inspire the next generation in his own backyard. So, real props from me to uh, to Pierre. And um, that's it, folks. Again, this is uh, Philip with the Everyday Fighter Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.